0: is the season for figuring out what your goals are for 2024. We are in the in-between Thanksgiving and Christmas. As I record this right now, we are less than a week away from Christmas. And I think it's normal at this point to try to figure out what does the new year look like? Most of business is either pretty much stopped at this point or it's very slow And so we have more time on our hands and we're looking into the new year thinking, what is it that I want to do? So that is what we're going to talk about today is how to navigate putting a plan together for the new year. I'm actually going to share some of the things I'm doing to uh, get ready for the new year and walk you through my thought process on what I'm doing to make sure that these goals that I have are going to be achieved. Let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call, had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the irs but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence in this podcast you will learn step-by-step systems easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur dust off your spreadsheet warm up your coffee and let's get going Admittedly, I am not a big advocate for end of year resolutions, things like that. I've never been one to hit these huge resolution goals, whether it's to lose weight or to break a habit or whatever it is, it's just not something that aligns with me personally. And I think most people, that's the case because most people cannot keep their resolutions, their New Year's resolutions. But what am I doing into next year? So this year was a really great year for my business. And we were able to achieve some really great financial goals and it was amazing. And I think it's normal as an entrepreneur to look at that and say, okay, well, what's next? What is it that I want to do next? What are the next goals? How do I achieve them? All the things. So I actually was thinking about that in preparation for doing this training, this video. And I got to thinking that most people probably don't know how to walk through establishing, not only establishing the goals, and I think that's the easiest part, is establishing the goal. What are you going to do? But making the steps to achieve those goals and being able to deliver them and actually hit them, it's a totally different thing. And so that's really what I want to talk about today is how to figure out what your goals should be how many you should have, how to achieve them, what the steps are to get there. And I'm going to give you real life examples of what I'm doing in my own business to prepare for the new year. So the first thing that I did, and I've got notes (laughs) that I'm referencing, the first thing that I did was I established three goals. I don't know if you need three goals for the new year. One goal may be perfect. Two goals may be perfect. I don't recommend having more than three. And the reason I say that is because if you have more than three big goals, it is almost certain that you won't achieve any of them. Your vision will likely be too scattered. You will struggle to know what is the biggest thing to focus on. And I will admit three may be a bit much for me. I, As I thought about what I want to do, one of the goals... That I have may actually be a sub goal. I'm looking at my list right now, and in reality, I think I have I have more two goals than I do three. And I establish those goals. <clears throat> I know what they what they are. What I'm working towards. You know, for me, those two goals are I want to increase my revenue. When I put the number and did the math, that increase in revenue is about fifty six percent, which is a big revenue jump from the prior year, but generally speaking in my business and my firm, that is not unrealistic for me. I think most people when they set revenue goals, they go a little bit too low and they might set like a 10% increase or something like that. So when you run the math, if it's $100,000 that you're that you had in the prior year, you want to increase that revenue the next year. Most people would say, "Well, I want a 10% increase." not trying to be offensive, but $10,000 extra in the new year, while well, I'm sure that's great, I mean, all of us would like a little bit of extra money, that isn't enough of a stretch goal. So I the first thing I would do is challenge you when you're looking at the revenue, if that's one of your goals is a revenue increase, really look and consider what would be an amazing thing to happen. Because what happens is if you don't hit a large enough revenue increase, for your goals, if you if you don't set a high enough kind of standard goal, what you're trying to achieve, most likely you're not gonna hit that number. I can tell you my goal that I had for 2023, I did not hit. I got really close, it was still really great, I'm still very excited about my, where my revenue ended up, but I didn't quite hit that goal. If I had originally set my goal for a lower number, I probably wouldn't have hit that number either. So establish a goal, specifically related to revenue that is a stretch, that you would be so excited if you hit it, and if you don't, even if you miss it, the number that you hit, you're gonna love. So that's number one, is don't be afraid to kind of dream big, especially when it comes to the revenue numbers. So the second goal that I have for the new year is that I want to add passive income streams to my business. You've heard me talk about this if you've listened to the podcast where I released uh, the Tax Savings Institute earlier this year. I'm actually making some tweaks and adjustments to that. I'm adding some of their courses. I want to create passive courses that everyone has access to, that they are very reasonable from a cost perspective, that it is easy to not only purchase from a cash flow perspective, it is easy to go through the content and you get measurable, real results that impact you in your business within a really short period of time. So very bite-sized type courses that can drive passive income. It's definitely something that I have a lot of work to do up front. that's one of the big things I'm actually working on right now, is putting in that work that you have to do in the front to get the benefit of passive income on the back. But I'm trying to create just another stream of income because for me, I've been in this for a while now, I've been in my business seven and a half years, I love what I do, but I also want to add in some flexibility from the financial side of things. And there's a lot of things that I do that in my practice, in my firm, you know, to hire me, not everyone can afford. And I can understand that. I can respect that. I get that. And so I want to offer another option to people that either just can't afford it or number two, are a DIY You know, getting in and figuring things out, learning things on your own, I'm a big advocate for that, not because I feel like you need to do everything as a business owner, but I think it's important to learn things that you don't know about. For me in my business, that was things like marketing and sales specifically. I've had to learn those things over the last seven and a half years. I had no experience, no knowledge about either until I became an entrepreneur, and I'm so glad I have that experience because now when I try to hire someone to help me with those, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know exactly how to make this happen. Same thing with your finances. If you don't know how to do your own bookkeeping or at least know what's supposed to happen, what it's supposed to look like, you have no knowledge of how to read a financial statement or what those numbers mean, then it is going to be a problem in your business. Your business will not grow as much as it needs to. And then you open yourself up to risk for someone stealing from you or just not doing a very good job. You're hiring someone to do something and they aren't doing the job that you've paid them for. So I'm adding these passive streams of income because I really truly believe that people need to know more about their finances and I don't want money to be an issue on being able to learn those things. So those are my two goals. I want to increase my revenue by 56%. And then the second one is add a passive stream of income. So that's your first step, is you need to determine what your big goals are. And again, I would probably stick with one to two. I might be okay with a third one, depending on what it is and in your specific scenario. But I don't think that I would do more than three. In fact, I know I would not do more than three goals. I wanted to take a minute really quick to let you know that the tax savings Institute is live. It is officially out there in the world and ready for you to learn all the things that I use to help my clients reduce their taxes and help them save big when it comes to not only federal, which you know, that's savings enough, but from a state perspective too. And so I am putting this out there because really I feel like this should be something that you have access to. Unfortunately, Getting the information and understanding how to reduce your taxes, it's just there's not a lot of information out there. If you've ever gone to try to do a Google search on how to reduce your taxes and what you can do to actually keep more of your money, if you've done that, and I'm guessing you have, you haven't come up with a whole lot. And so I am releasing the Tax Savings Institute simply because it should be easier than it is. It should be something that you should be able to reduce your taxes with relative ease. You just need to know what to do and how to do it. And so I'm putting this out there at a really reasonable price. It's honestly so cheap that I've been told that I'm crazy for offering it at this low of a price. And not only that, um, I'm also including bi-monthly Zoom calls with yours truly to where you can ask the questions that you have. If there is something that you're not sure about, maybe you've gone through some of the material and you think that something applies to you and you just don't know if it really does or in your particular situation, you have a question that you need help with. You're going to get my help for nothing right now. It's actually free. It's going to be a part of this. Later, uh, there will be a fee associated with having that Zoom call. So jump in and get these founders options, these founders uh, incentives so that you can come in and reduce your taxes now while you still have time. The next thing that you want to do is figure out how are you going to achieve these goals? You need to look to see like, what are the types of things that I'm going to have to do in order to achieve those two goals? For me, Those things are, and you might want to do like a brainstorm, maybe do a brain dump, just kind of jot out what are the things that are going to be required of me to make this happen? Do I need to hire more people? Do I need to hire a contractor to do some of the work? Do I need to hire full-time employees? How am I going to find those employees? Do I need to put a job ad out? So that means if I don't have a job description, I may need to write a job description. So there's all these other things that are going to come out of figuring out how these goals are gonna be achieved. So do a brain dump, put it all out on paper so that you can look and figure out what all is gonna be involved. And that's why I say more than two and especially more than three big goals are probably not gonna happen because there's gonna be a lot of work that goes into achieving these goals. So for me, in order to achieve my revenue goal, I have a couple of things that need to take place. Number one, I need to hire probably three people in my firm in order to get there. I might need more that I know for a fact I'm going to need three people. In fact, I already need an employee now. I'm already understaffed by at least one, if not two people. So the reality is, is three is just the start for me. I'm going to need more than that. That's kind of my initial goal that frankly needs to take place in the next 90 to 120 days for me and my business. So then that lets me know, well, what else needs to be done? How do I support that goal? So that's what you're doing. You're doing this brain dump. And then the other thing is, is to support that revenue increase. One of the things that I want to do is add another platform to bring in leads. So for me, that's going to be YouTube. You might be on YouTube right now listening to this video, watching this video, because I've determined that I'm just, I'm all in on YouTube. I established my podcast a little over a year ago. The podcast has been great. I love that long form content, I like speaking to a microphone, it's easy for me to do that, and I feel like the video aspect is just kind of the next thing for me to do. And I believe that it's it's an easy ad for me. I don't want to add something that is a lot of friction, it's hard to do, so for me, it makes sense. For your business, it might be adding another social media platform. Maybe you're on YouTube that you want to go over to Instagram. Maybe you're on Instagram that you want to add TikTok. Look to see what you could add if, if this is it, if it's a revenue increase, what can you add to bring in more leads? Or maybe you don't need to add a platform. Maybe the platform that you have is working really well and you need to do a better job at bringing those leads in and nurturing those leads or closing those leads. Maybe you need to improve your closing ratio. So there's a lot of different things that can support an increase in revenue. For me, I need more leads in order to increase that revenue the way that I want to. But then the passive income stream also helps with that. So having passive income also helps support this desire to increase my revenue. So on the passive side of thing, my thing is I have three courses that I wanna release within the first quarter of next year. And in order to do that, basically what I need to do is have time to decide to focus and think and generate this content to do so. Once I have that, then it's just a matter of marketing for it and making sure that I speak about it and I do little advertisements within my videos and within my podcasts, audios, things like that. that, that at that point, the hard part is done. It's just a matter of pushing that content out, making some minor tweaks and things like that. But there are other things. So again, this brain tempo is going to be integral for you to know what all do I need to do to support these two big goals. The third thing is, is that you need to set deadlines. When do you want to achieve certain checkpoints? When when are these two big goals, when do they need to be done? You know, if it's a, you know, by December 31st, 2024, I want these things done. Great. Maybe the revenue goal is December 31st, 2024. But for me, adding in this passive income, I really want to have that started by the end of the first quarter. It'd be great if it would be sooner than that, that I also need to be realistic. We're about to enter taxes and there's a lot of stuff going on, which it's kind of another side note. You want to make sure that you're realistic with the goals that you're setting. Don't stress yourself out. Don't add undue pressure. Because I can just tell you from experience, if you do that, you will end up not hitting the mark simply because it was just too much for you. So you really wanna make sure you're realistic in what you're establishing. Yes, a stretch goal for revenue, don't like undersell yourself, but at the same time, if I were to say, I wanna increase my revenue by 200% next year, that would be amazing. (laughs) I would love that. It's not super realistic that that's gonna happen. My revenue goal is realistic. I can absolutely achieve that goal I may not, but I might, and I may surpass it. But to do a 200% increase is likely not gonna happen. It's just not, because <laughs> that's huge. That's a, that would be a massive increase in revenue, and that's also gonna come with other problems as well. And so you wanna figure out those checkpoints. You know, it, it, at the end of January, what do you want to have achieved? At the end of February, or at the end of Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, What is it, the benchmarks that you want to have done by that time? Because when you figure out what those checkpoints or those benchmarks are, then at that point, you know what the daily and weekly tasks are that you need to be doing to make sure that that's achieved. Because you can really drill all this down. You've got two big goals and you're literally just kind of drilling them down, drilling them down into bite-sized chunks so that you know what you should be working on on a daily and a weekly basis. Then what you're able to do is you can look at your to-do list. I don't know about you, but I always have a long to-do list every day. There's a lot of things going on. If I'm not careful, I end up getting pulled into things that aren't moving my my business along and pulled into things that need to get done. Absolutely. Those emails need to get, get responded to. For me, tax returns need to be reviewed. I need to have meetings with staff, meetings with clients, all the things. But those things don't grow my business. So, I have to be very intentional and very careful to make sure that yes, those things are handled, but at the same time, I am doing things every day and at a minimum every week to achieve these big goals. You know, do I need to block off some time in the morning one day a week or an entire day once a week to only work on these big goals and move the needle along? I can tell you if you're doing that, it will absolutely these baby steps will absolutely add up. where at the end of the year you look back and you go wow that was amazing i achieved these goals it feels really good i'm so excited i'm so thankful all the things so make sure you have figured out what these daily and weekly tasks are to move these goals along because without that piece you're you will be distracted that's just the way that it is we live in a very busy distracted culture society. So there will always be something that pulls you away from these big goals. So be very intentional with it. Um, I'm a big advocate for blocking off time. So if you need to do that so that you can make sure and hit these goals, then do it. Get in there, figure out what needs to happen to um, to, to meet these goals. And then the, the last thing that I would say is you really need to, at the end of every quarter, take a look at these goals and see, are you on pace for it? Were you, did you really kind of undersell yourself and your, you know, your revenue goal you're going to hit by the end of the second quarter? And you're like, man, I really should have had a bigger revenue goal or we are not on pace. I'm not getting close to hitting this revenue goal. I really need to modify and tweak some things that I'm doing so that I can hit those goals. But take a look at the end of every quarter. How are you performing? Are you on pace to achieve these goals? Are you not on pace to achieve these goals? And if you're not, what needs to be done? To What do you need to modify so that you can actually achieve them? Because that's going to be just as important as setting the goals, is reviewing them, assessing them, and then pivoting when you need to so that you can make sure you're course correcting in real time so that you can uh, achieve them. So with that, I hope this has been helpful. I think sometimes having someone kind of walk you through their own thought process can be uh, really great. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And with that, of course, leave me a review on Apple podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple, it helps so many more people get the word out about my podcast, share it with a friend and help them because I'm sure they're trying to struggle and figure out their own goals for the next year. And this would be helpful to them. And as always, send me an email. I would love to feature your question on a future podcast. With that said, I hope you have an excellent new year and we'll see you in 2024.